0: Josh and Richie here with another podcast for you. And um, I, I don't want to blow our own trumpet by saying sequentially these are getting better and better as time goes on. But I think tonight's show that they're about to hear is a real firecracker for many different reasons. <laughs> many I'm, different reasons.
1: I'm glad you think that. Um, it's interesting. When you said um, these are getting better and better sequentially, I thought that you had some kind of um, data... <laughs> uh, or some kind of matrix that I wasn't aware of that uh, was uh, reporting that uh, the podcasts are on the app. But that's great anyway. I'm glad that you feel it.
0: Joe you know the funny thing is, as I talk to you right now, and I don't want to give away anything that's coming up on the show, I can see the outline on your face of what you've been wearing for the final part of the show. The surgical mask. Surgical mask on the radio show. Find out about it now.
2: Absolute Radio.
0: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie With
2: Tesco Mobile, every little
0: helps. Welcome on and all to Hometime with Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. Have we got a packed show for you lot tonight? We're going to be operating on a gnome. We've got Professor Brian Cox <laughs> in... <laughs> You win your way to the Isle of Wight Festival, it's all going on. (laughs)
1: Just that first line before Brian Cox is very unfair on Brian Cox. He should be be headlining the whole thing as a guest. But first up was we're going to be operating on a nose. It's
0: a warm-up act for Brian. I'm sure he'll be over the moon about that as well.
1: I am am pacing around this studio more than I normally would today. A very nervous and excited Arsenal fan ahead of tonight's Europa League final against Chelsea all the way out there in Baku.
0: What a terrible trophy that is, by the way. I saw the trophy the first time. A terrible trophy. T- trophy's
1: awful. It's, well, this is good trophy.
0: It looks like uh, a Malaysian skyscraper.
1: <laughs> it looks nothing like it. They
0: need a better trophy, man. <laughs> anyway, I hope you win it, but they need a better trophy. Thank you very much.
1: I've taken out uh, an insurance policy uh, ahead of tonight's game, okay, uh, to protect myself
0: from disappointment. Okay, how can you do that? Because you never know with football. You never know what the result's going to be, though. Do you? You don't know what the result's going to be. I'm actually, I'm actually.
1: Quite optimistic, and have a feeling in my gut, and it's a sizeable gut, (laughs) that Arsenal may lift the trophy, whether you like it or not.
0: Okay, well, it 's it's good that you 're being positive about it because the reason we 're operating on the gnome later on on the show is that that uh, the, your arsenal gnome broke we talked about this last yeah. night on home time so that in itself is is an omen that you 're trying to deal with
1: it 's an omen that we 're hoping to fix through the power of gnome surgery just after six o 'clock tonight
0: oh that 's good then so you 're feeling positive that 's great
1: i am but sometimes in life, no matter what you think is going to happen and the likelihood of something. You do have to... That's the whole reason insurance companies exist, all right? Okay. You take out insurance, you take out a policy, just in case the opposite happens, which is what I've done. Okay. So, if Chelsea win tonight, I stand to gain 150 quid.
0: Whoa, hold on a second. <laughs> have you have you bet against your own football team?
1: The insurance policy's been taken out through a bookmaker's.
0: Richie first.
1: It's an insurance policy. It's not... It's not a bet.
0: Richie Firth. That's the first time <laughs> I've used not. your full name on this show. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that, Richie. That's it's, bad. It's a technicality that it's through a bookmaker's. How, how much have you placed on Chelsea to win it? That's immaterial. How
1: it's, much? <laughs> it's, the
0: end result will be about £150. quid. That is mad. Look, you've got, this is my point, you've got an omen to deal with, right? We've got to operate on that gnome <laughs> later on. You don't want to throw another omen. That's double omen. It's
1: not an omen. It's not an omen. It pro- is an omen. It's protecting myself from sadness.
0: For me, that's Smash mirror, that shoes on the table, single magpie, three strikes of the same match, light and a fag, all in one go. You are asking for trouble. You really are. Do you think this is fine? What do you think of this? What do you think of your behaviour?
1: I think it's immaterial. I think, this, I think the stake that I placed on the insurance policy... <laughs> Uh, I I would happily go down the drain if we're lifting that trophy at around about 10
0: tonight. Well, listen, I'd love to get your views on this tonight. Betting against your own team is okay. It's
1: it's, it's not betting
0: against your own team. Producer Adam is just shaking his head at you. The the look he's given is, is of pure disgust. Buy insurance policies
1: responsibly.
0: Betting against your own team. The
2: Home time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute
1: Radio. Home Time on Absolute Radio with Bush and Richie is the cure, just like heaven, which is where I hope to be 10 o'clock tonight if blue is not the
0: colour. Unbelievable. Uh, but I
1: have taken out an insurance policy against Chelsea winning, uh, which will pay out and leave me a happy Arsenal fan should that awful scenario happen.
0: He has bet against his own team. <laughs> it's,
1: don't, please don't call it a bet.
0: I would never do that to Everton. I couldn't do it, Richie. I you don't know how you can do this. But it's interesting the way it's splitting people's opinions. This first one uh, says, "Richie, you fool! What if it's a draw and then Chelsea win in extra time? Double whammy! What does that mean?" I'm not an
1: idiot. Uh, I've taken out an insurance policy <laughs> that is on who lifts the trophy, not on the score after ninety minutes. Why? Why would you have
0: to be clarified on that in particular? Uh, because a
1: lot of these. Insurance companies, um, uh, yeah. When when you when you take it out, it's it's actually on ninety minutes rather than who's actually going to win.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, not I not didn't mug. even know that. I'm not a mug. Well, Paul agrees. He says always bet against your own team. If your team wins, you're happy. If they lose, you get compensation. There's Simple. the logic. Paul. Ian says, I think Richie has been clever with his insurance policy, and as a Spurs supporter, oh. I hope he's 150 pounds better off later on. <laughs> there you go. This you're encouraging this kind of behaviour.
2: Tesco Club card vouchers are now worth twice as much at Tesco Mobile, so shop till your phone bill drops. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Guy Howard says on Twitter, betting against your own team is an absolute no-no. They win, you're happy, but your morning lost money. They lose, you made a few quid, but you're miserable because your team lost. Either way, you'll never sleep easy again and he'll never sleep easy again in light of your treachery, he says. <laughs> don't
1: use words <laughs> like Treachery.
0: That. And Gaz says, uh, Richie, if Chelsea win, uh, you need to buy a Chelsea top with your insurance ridiculous. payout. Ridiculous, ridiculous. It's a shocking behaviour. What are you going to spend the money on if, if they do end up, you know, paying out in this it,
1: thing? Should they pay out, which won't happen, all right, then I was I was actually going to just go clothes shopping. That was the plan. But then thinking about it, they'd be dirty Chelsea clothes,
0: wouldn't they? Imagine that you will they'd feel
1: horrible to wear.
0: Your Ciro soterio <laughs> suit of guilt. That's what it would be. <laughs>
1: Tara's hanging on, says there's actually a name for this. What's it called, Tara? It's called a
0: Misery Hedge. Misery Hedge. Sounds like <laughs> someone out of a, a children's like, nightmare fairy tale. <laughs> Stay away from the Misery Hedge. Tell us about the Misery Hedge. Is it like a, just a thing up in Scotland?
3: No, I think it's just a thing for my husband. He's always done it. He's a Man City fan,
2: and whenever they played United, he would always put a Misery Hedge on, so he felt better if they lost.
0: Oh, that's that's I something lo- from the olden days for him then, isn't it? I I love- guess. <laughs> yeah, I love the term Misery Hedge. That is kind of what it is. So the last time your husband did a misery hedge type scenario, tell us about it. How did it pan out?
2: It was the Hart-Celtic Cup final this weekend, and Celtic won, and he won £100 because Hart's lost. Misery hedge. Misery hedge. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
0: Meanwhile, there's a text coming about the game tonight, Richie. It says, Richie is Rocco, your lad, wearing his lucky Arsenal onesie this evening. He is uh, going to bed wearing his Arsenal onesie.
1: Uh, he's going to bed with uh, his luck- uh, lucky dinosaur, which is called Tony, What's... after Arsenal's
0: greatest skipper of all time, Tony Adams. Oh right. What? The lucky lucky Arsenal onesie, I think the last time he wore that, you were playing Everton, and you guys lost quite badly, I believe. <laughs> look, you need to look at these omens <laughs> that are lining up, betting against your own team. The gnome was broken. The, the onesie that Rocco wore last time he got tonked he's wearing it again
1: <laughs> the gnome is broken at the moment but come kick off tonight that gnome will have had surgery in this here studio and he will be back to his lucky best
0: for the first time ever live gnome surgery right here on the Hometime Show don't miss it it's on the way and we've got Oasis on the way now Home time
2: with Bush and Tesco Club card vouchers are now worth twice as much at Tesco Mobile. So shop till your phone bill drops. Tesco Mobile, every little
1: helps. Terms and conditions apply. Snuck in a rare cinema visit a few days ago, go and see Rocket Man, which I was looking forward to seeing. It's very good. Is it? Taryn Edgerton, fantastic, has Elton John in it. He's a cracking Elton. But you're not about to hear a review of the film, you're about to hear a review of the Pick and Mix. Oh, you made the money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the price of cinema pick and mix. Is extortionate. I go Jesus in the marketplace when I see the prices there. I <laughs> just want to smash stuff up with a stick. It is extortionate, which is why
1: I try, I try hard, and if you look at my figure, I don't try that hard, <laughs> but I try hard to just ration myself to one go-to snack. Okay. And I was delighted to see that the pick-a-mix of my childhood had returned. Fish and chips are back. Not as in what we did on our chip shop tour. Add but flashbacks the old, to Blackpool then for a second. <laughs> yeah, they are white chocolate, kind of white candy fish
0: and chips. I don't remember that. You don't remember all. it? Fish and chips for me was, you used to get like little crisps that were fish and chips. You remember them? I do remember them, but yes. But not in a, in a confectionery sense. Yeah, no, no, seriously. So it was white chocolate. White chocolate. What, little pretend chips and little pretend fish? Exactly that. Ooh.
1: That is my go-to pick and mix. I think you can say, you can tell a lot about a person with their go-to pick and mix. I
0: like the fact that you're having savoury food, miniaturised and sweet at the same time.
1: <laughs> exactly, it says a lot about me. A lot going on there, isn't it?
0: What would yours be? It would be, and this takes me back, aniseed balls. Do you remember aniseed balls? It to make your mouth go completely red. Do you mean like cola pips? I don't know what a cola pip is. It's, a,
1: it's like a pea-sized bit of Coca-Cola.
0: No, it wasn't Coca-Cola flavoured. So it's definitely aniseed. Really aniseed and I think at the very centre of it had the actual aniseed right at the end, like a little pip, which made me think, oh, maybe you got the right thing there with the cola pip. But again, I don't know why... why I like stuff that makes you feel like you're alive. You know, that's why I'm always on Fisherman's Friends, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> oh, dear, that didn't come out well. You know <laughs> what I mean, though? I like <laughs> stuff where you breathe in and go, oh, I feel great. We have 12 minutes left
1: on the no-repeat guarantee. Pop-up, go-to, uh, pick and mix, go.
2: Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still
1: contains the two of them talking. We're talking tactical pick and mixing right now. What is your go-to pick and mix? A lot on at the cinemas this week. You've got Aladdin, you've got The Secret Life of Pets 2, you've got Rocket Man. it's half-term. Oh,
0: yeah, so much choice. What are you going for? Uh, make your suggestions, please. Our, our uh, engineer, Jonathan, was just in fixing something, as you do in this building, uh, and he's just mentioned his favourite one was edible fags.
3: <laughs> do you remember,
0: can you believe that that was a thing? And it wasn't even that long ago. You could buy cigarettes that you could eat. The, the, the eating of cigarettes is the thing you expect to see a monkey to do on the, like the rock of Gibraltar. My grandad would do exactly that for me. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah, I know, it's mad. Uh, another one here from Sam in Woking. The ultimate go-to pick and mix has got to be Jazzies.
1: Have proved very popular in this little uh, pop-up survey. Uh, this is very sage advice from Kaz on Twitter. It says, Cola bottles, although, as my mum always said, they do weigh heavy. Bear in mind, obviously, your pick-a-mix is done by weight. So if it's oh. weight-based, go for foam sweets and flying saucers. No heavy jellies.
2: Loving that. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home Time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name absolute radio. I've got a group of mates
0: I've known for years, we all grew up together in Devon, went to school together in Torquay Uh, now by chance we all live nearby down here as well, so we see each other quite a bit and catch up in the pub uh, every other week and stuff, which is great, and I trust them, they're good lads they're into good music, I respect their taste on stuff, and we went to a pub last night after the show had a few beers and it came out in the conversation I can't believe I'm actually talking about this now because I'm so shocked Uh, four out of the six of them own crocs do they really crocs folks and what's worse than that when pushed on it they don't like the feeling of uh wearing crocs barefoot they have to have socks on as well so socks and crocs (laughs) i don't even i can't even do the maths i don't want to do the maths four out of six what's that uh four out of six is obviously um well that's brian cox when he's on later on he'll know (laughs) but you know do you mean though how bad is that i i would know i they've had this secret all these years, I didn't know they were secret Crocs wearers. I'm flabbergasted. Do you
1: think this is a thing that happens? You reach an age? Oh, I don't know. And it's going to happen to you and you just don't realise They it? were
0: bold as brass about it as well. I mean, once it kind of came out that, oh, I wear them. Actually, funny, put my hand in the air, I wear them as well. And then John was like, oh, I wear it. Uh, once they kind of told everyone about it, they were kind of quite, I don't know, almost a little bit cocky about the Croc wearing. And I was just a, left the pub last night, just feeling I like I'd had a great night, but still, there was a question mark over my friends.
1: I think we all have clothing. You you feel like you know your friends, But yeah. We all have clothing that doesn't really necessarily either come out of the household, or <laughs> yeah. or, or you, you you just you just own it and you keep it secret
0: from. The people that you circulate with. Well, this is it. You think about your friends right now. Do you know Do you know what they wear behind closed doors? <laughs> and likewise, like you've just said, Richie, do your friends know what you might wear behind closed doors? And we mean this, you know, in the most normal sense of the words, oh, the run of the yeah, mill, each yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, to their own and everything. So, I mean, yeah, stuff that you wear that your mates might not be aware of. I have a silk robe. That,
1: <laughs> silk robe. That um Do you really? That my uh, that my father in law bought back from Abu Dhabi. Ah what's the name of this thing you talked about this before? He calls it a, a, a dish dash or something. Yes. It may have a different name. But it's fantastic to be wearing in the summer.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's I know where this is going.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: is it where it's going? It's all you need to wear. It's all you need to wear. Just and do you which things an airing. Would other people in your in your circle of friends know about the dish dash thing? I'd never wear it out to the shops.
2: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not Hometime anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name Absolute radio. So, I'm
0: just saying, I'm reeling from finding out last night in the pub that four out of six of my closest friends own Crocs. And they wear them with socks as well. And we've kind of got onto the subject of things that you wear that your mates might not know about. Uh, Tell us about it, and you can remain anonymous if you want, but get on our Facebook page and tell us about it as well. Some good stuff coming in already. Uh, Angie Holland says, Occasionally I have bras and T-shirts from Bon Marche, and I'm only 39 years old. I think my mum goes there. Is that how you say it? Bon Marche. It
1: sounds French. I think the pronunciation's fine. Provocatively, Richard has, uh, has sent a picture of, and I've counted them, seven different... Uh, pairs of Crocs oh. lined up outside the uh, the back door. So he's quite proud of his. Almost um, uh, the picture in some kind of rainbow arrangement as well.
0: This is this is the problem. When you actually uh, smoke out a Crocs wearer, there's bolder brass. <laughs> uh, and Elaine says, "I wear my t-shirts back to front to annoy my husband."
2: Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves, and here it is: the hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
0: Do you wear anything that's a bit of a secret? i just found out that four out of my six closest friends all wear Crocs, which is horrendous. Although someone says on text, you're totally wrong, Bush. Crocs, one of the greatest footwear innovations. They will rise again. So there's that idea that <laughs> Crocs, Croc wearers are like, you know the Jedi in the start of Star Wars? They're like <laughs> spread across the galaxy keeping a low profile like Obi-Wan. They're ready for the rise again. It's not going to happen like that. Won't happen like that.
1: Gary in Beckenham says, I used to have a personalised Velcro towel that I used to wear whenever I got out of the shower. It's fantastic. I sort of felt a little bit like I was stripping. (laughs) A Velcro towel? I've never heard of a Velcro towel. I think that is a fantastic idea.
0: So at the moment, you just wrap a towel around yourself, there's that outside chance you could have an incident. Exactly. But with a Velcro towel, that's not going to happen, is it? It's a great idea. Love that. Uh, this text says, My bra comes off as soon as I walk in the door of my house. I'm an expert at unhooking it and shimmying out the armhole of whatever I'm wearing. I walk in the door, take it off and hang it on the coat rack and it really annoys my husband.
1: <laughs> uh, and it's annoyed Barney that I shared about my, uh, my, my, my silk throw. Yes, what's really it called? A throw, a, it's called a dish dash. dish dash. My father-in-law bought it back for me from uh, Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Um, just been put off my dinner at the thought of Richie strutting his stuff in a thigh length silk kimono <laughs> with a dragon motif on the back of it, <laughs> with his short, fat, hairy legs oh. hanging out the bottom and the belt straining.
2: The <laughs> what a horrible thing to Do say. Do you know
1: what, Barney? I love my legs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you leave them alone. Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, we're talking about stuff that
0: you wear that your friends don't know about. We've got Kirsty on the line. Kirsty, what do you wear behind closed doors that's a bit of a secret?
2: I have a onesie and it's a teddy bear. So I've got a hood with ears.
0: <laughs> what, like a full teddy bear outfit?
2: Yeah, the whole thing, Is yeah. it a
0: different coloured tummy section like you might get with a teddy bear or is it all the same colour?
2: No, it's just all cream with a zip at the front.
0: Kirsty, surely this is a seasonal thing. You
1: can't, you can't be you can't be going out tonight, end of May, and sticking on a teddy bear onesie
0: with a hood with ears.
2: It's cold and it's raining in Birmingham, so, yeah, I can do that.
0: <laughs> and would you ever leave the house with it? Would you go to the corner shop to get a bottle of Lambrini in your said teddy bear outfit?
2: Well, I don't drink Lambrini, but I have actually been to McDonald's drive-through with it on.
0: Amazing.
1: You're kidding me. So good. <laughs> Left the house as a teddy bear.
2: I was in the drive thrus so I was in my car, it was fine.
1: Technicality,
2: you left the <laughs> house. <laughs> Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Ten weeks of tickets. The Isle of Wight. With
0: Enterprise. So 10 weeks of tickets is back and all this week we're giving away tickets to the Isle of Wight Festival. All you need to do is take part in our game that we like to call Who Claims Wins? And let's speak to contestant number one and say all right to Carol. How's it going, Carol?
2: It's going very well,
0: thank you. Is it nice weather where you are at the moment? Richie and I are looking uh, out the window and It's miserable.
2: No, unfortunately not Very grey, very cold No, roll on summer <laughs> Yeah, roll yeah. on
0: summer Roll on Isle of Wight I can't believe it's in a couple of weeks' time as Definitely. well Can you believe that? be summer by then Let's go to the uh, other line and speak to Ian Hi Ian Hello Bush, how are you doing mate? I'm good, Richie and I both here uh, What are you up to right now? What I'm up to right now is sitting at home talking to you But uh, yeah, I've been, I've been, been waiting most of the day to speak to you So yeah Hey, well that, that is something to look forward to Isn't, isn't it? it? Well, <laughs> Fantastic uh, long Ian, long, when long. you go to the cinema, what's your pick and mix?
3: What's my pick and mix? It would
0: have to be the little pink shrimps pink
1: shrimps for pink Ian shrimp. let's Although,
3: uh, go... I don't know the other name but I will just call them pink shrimps I Love. think
1: you're probably quite close with pink shrimps uh, let's go back to Carol Carol what's your pick and mix of choice
2: um, can you believe I like pink shrimps too
1: oh, oh it's a happy day <laughs> we'll give you guys each other's numbers you can hook up <laughs> yeah, right uh, let's go through the rules too. who claims wins random topic on its way rapidly Carol you will have to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds Ian you will then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Carol. Whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. And if they manage it, they win the tickets. And if they don't, they don't. Pretty simple. Let's play. Who claims wins?
0: Okay, Carol, you're up first. How many main stage headliners of the Isle of Wight Festival can you name in 30 seconds? And we're looking for artists that have played between 2008 and 2018. Right,
2: Okay. Um, I shall name uh, six. Six. Carol says
1: six. Ian, do you reckon you can do more than six? What do you want uh, to uh, challenge
3: Carol? Um, I'm going to go seven. Let's go seven. Okay. Ian says Mm. seven.
1: It's back with you, Carol. More than seven or challenge Ian? Uh, mm, Um. I'll go with eight. Going with eight, eight, Ian. More than eight or challenge Carol? Nine. Let's go nine. Nine. Okay, back with you, Carol. (laughs) 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 No, he can name them. Okay, Okay. Ian. You've (laughs) gone with nine. Ian, thirty seconds for those nine headliners. Go. Uh,
3: Let's go. The Killers. Go. Liam Gallagher. Kepesh Mode. Kasabian. Uh, Rod Stewart. Arcade Fire. David Guetta. Fleetwood Mac. Uh, Run DMC, oh geez. obviously the other one, The Who, that's oh, going been to make too long, i um, well, it got The Who, uh, oh they're going Queen, Queen, uh, Stereophonics, um, come on. Time's up! Ooh. It feels
1: good, but I'm awaiting confirmation.
0: I love the internal monologue going on in Ian's head <laughs> there as well. Oh man, I just,
3: yeah. i go, going through, I'll, I'll, I'll,
1: I'll
0: it's difficult.
3: to I've uh, been to the last few uh, festivals, but just trying to rattle through them, oh, best one 2015, awesome.
1: You got nine. Yes. Well done. You're joking. Spot on.
0: Oh, blimey! Well (laughs) done. Good recall.
1: Congratulations, and they're with us thinking that you were just seeing pink shrimps before your eyes.
0: (laughs) Well done, fella. It's
1: a result for you. Commiserations, Carol. We'll have more opportunities to play Who Claims Wins tomorrow uh, to go to the Isle of Wight Festival. If you'd like to be that person, call us now. 0330 123 1215. Five minutes to call, so you've got until
0: 5.52. Tomorrow morning from 6am, Dave Berry has VIP tickets to the Isle of Wight Festival thanks to Enterprise. Whenever you need it, Enterprise has a vehicle for you. They'll even pick you up.
2: Ten weeks of tickets, sending you to the Isle of Wight Festival with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, Enterprise.
0: This is Absolute Radio, the soundtrack
1: to Wednesday night. I'm sure you'll all agree that it's very much the vogue in television to have behind-the-scenes medical TV shows. Yeah. Sometimes you see TV shows sharing very joyous occasions in a hospital, sometimes maybe more dramatic and not so joyous. Well, we here at Home Time are tapping into that a little bit after six, as uh, live surgery will be happening on the show and on the Absolute Radio Facebook
0: Live of my Arsenal gnome. Phew, I'm glad that sentence ended the way it did. (laughs) I didn't sign up for any of that. I've not seen it since uh, your Mm. son Rocco knocked the head off the gnome, or the the, the top of the head off it.
1: The last time you saw it was when you gave it to me as a birthday present, and it sat happily in my garden.
0: So this is very important. For you as an Arsenal fan, this is, I would consider, quite a terrible omen for an Arsenal gnome to be injured just ahead of tonight's final in the Europa Cup thingy, or whatever it's called. When you... Don't talk about it. What's it called now? It's called the Europa League. Squeezy Cup.
1: Okay, right. (laughs) Called the squeezy cup. Here he is. Look at that gaping head wound. Wow, he's got a, literally the top of his head's missing. Because that is where the ball was attached to the gnome. And it came straight off when my uh, one year old son dropped him. Now, of course, these gnomes, mythical creatures that you keep in your garden to yeah. make sure that everything's all right with nature. It's quite a clean break.
0: It's a clean break. This is this procedure has never been done live on the radio before. No, Rich, it hasn't. Richie and I don't know how this is gonna go. So no. hopefully we will have a fully working gnome at the end of it.
1: Bought some super glue. It says danger,
0: bond, skin and eyes in seconds. Should be a fun yeah. second hour of the show. <laughs> or third hour. How many hours have we been doing this? You know what I mean? Two, I think. Two, yeah, it'd be third yeah. hour. Uh, so yeah, a procedure that's a first for UK or world radio? Maybe world is the first time a gnome has been repaired live first on radio. Reg- first,
1: live gnome surgery worldwide on radio needs to be done by
0: 8 o'clock for kickoff. Huge implications for Arsenal Football Club. Watch this space. Home
2: time with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Tesco club card vouchers are now worth twice as much at Tesco Mobile, so shop till your phone bill drops. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Richie and I have just scrubbed up, as you will have seen in a medical drama during the course of that song, and we are ready for a radio first to operate on an injured gnome.
1: It's a sterile studio that we are operating in, and this is a gnome. It's an Arsenal-supporting gnome uh, who's obviously very excited about the uh, Europa League final tonight, but unfortunately a couple of days ago, uh, he suffered a a rather nasty head injury. He's got a gaping hole in his head and uh, we need to reattach the ball to his head. That's what came off as he got dropped by my one-year-old.
0: Yeah, I would say it's a one centimetre laceration to the anterior uh, bit of his hat.
1: (laughs) You sounded very knowledgeable for a second Up to a
0: point, yeah. We are on Absolute
1: Radio's Facebook Live right now if you want to uh, see all this happening. I'm happy to uh, hold the gnome. Obviously, I'm his uh, gnomely father. Yeah, you're um, his, carer. <laughs> his carer. so be happy uh, with me. If you're happy to operate the, uh, the super glue
0: here... Yeah, I've glued some of my daughter's toys back together again, so hopefully I'll be uh, qualified for this. This is very fast-acting glue, so if we get this wrong, we could have our hands, hair, sideburns, anything stuck to the gnomes' Yeah, uh, We've got
1: a dust sheet down. We're both wearing surgical gloves. It looks like the
0: outtakes from Breaking Bad. It
1: does a little. I've got uh, goggles on as well, just in case.
0: Okay. So
1: do be careful now.
0: And again, this this is huge because uh, obviously Arsenal's chances tonight in the final depend on the repair of the gnome. Um, right, I'm going to apply, I'm going in now. Uh, I'm going to apply some super glue to the engine. Is that coming out? Is that coming It's not. We don't have to do the thing where we've got to put a, uh, a pin in the end of it, do we? I don't think so. Somebody, is that coming out? <laughs> Did you? This coming? I can't see. There's no <laughs> is glue this coming, not coming out. out. I don't want to squeeze it too much because then loads of glue comes out.
1: I think what you've got you're gonna, to do, you're going to shake it. Up. it up. going to shake the glue up. No, I'm not going to shake it up. you got to there. You are. Try again. Give it another right, It's go. coming out now.
0: Definitely uh, coming out. Oh, it's coming out now. It's coming out <laughs> very quickly. Right, let's get the glue out and around the injured area, uh, and then I think I'm ready for you to apply the ball. You only need a tiny little bit of super glue. Right, the ball is now being reattached to the gnome's head. So what do I have to do now? stand here like a mug? Stand here for the entirety of Kate Bush's Hounds of Love. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine.
2: Absolute radio The hometime podcast with Bush and Ritchie
0: <laughs> This is home time with Bush and Ritchie Absolute radio on a Wednesday night. Do you know what? I I tweeted a photo of me and you stood there with our medical equipment on, uh, ready to operate on this gnome. Yeah. uh, Just so people could have a look if they couldn't get to the Facebook Live page. And everyone's taking the mickey out of the sprig of hair I've got standing up. (laughs) Uh, Josh says there's something about Mary going on there on the top of Bush's head. Yes, you know what, there is, isn't there? How do I get this down? I've got to go home like (laughs) this. I don't know. Anyway, back to the gnome. Back to the gnome. (laughs) Super glue could be a thing. So,
1: I have held this ball on the uh, open wound of the gnome for the duration of Kate Bush. Yeah. So you're telling me I can can take my hand away from the gnome's head and it'll be fine.
0: Well, what I've done, I've made the gnome like a little pillow, a little tiny gnome pillow... I reckon if you let rest him on there, as if he's in recuperation, because obviously you've got to get him home to wear this I evening. I have, time, yeah. uh, So let's let him recuperate Yeah. and just not mention it to Professor Brian Cox when he arrives. That's
1: fine. Countdown from three and then I'm going to take my hand off. If you don't hear a thud,
0: then everything's good. If you hear his ball drop, we've got big problems. Three, two, one... Hey! hey, The gnomes ball has stayed to the top of his head It might be repaired, you know, folks You've got a future in gnome surgery Thank you very much And I think all is going to be okay for Arsenal this evening Watch out, Chelsea
2: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore But we can't be bothered to think of a new name Absolute Radio.
0: Primal Scream on Absolute Radio. You're listening to Home Time. It's a Wednesday and what an honour to welcome to the show Professor Brian Cox. Brian, thanks for coming on. Pleasure to be here. You've got a good tan going on.
3: Yeah, we've just been uh, on tour in the States, which is, I've always wanted to do that. And as, in, a, in a band, I was never successful enough to tour the States. <laughs> <laughs> we did a bit, you know. But uh, but yeah, five weeks, twenty. Um, 20- four shows or something like that and we finished in LA on Friday.
0: Is it the same I obviously to say you didn't you didn't actually tour in a band but is it the same in that you guys uh, are on a tour bus and that you're staying up late and drinking and then it, trashing hotel rooms it is that so going on? It's
3: so clean cut I mean, partly because I have to stand up for 2 hours and talk about cosmology <laughs> and it's a lot more difficult than standing behind a keyboard <laughs> away. So it turns out that you can't sort of go with so actually I'm, I'm yeah it's such a a middle-aged, healthy tour that we take. <laughs> uh, we take a personal trainer with us and just, and, just and, and stay fit.
0: I've, no, I've never used a fitness item in a hotel in my entire life. Does that mean a terrible? Person? I did
3: once holidaying in Manchester,
0: but I think that was because I was bored. <laughs> that must have been. <laughs> you must have been pretty <laughs> bored.
3: It depends whether you're being euphemistic. As well, what do you mean by fitness <laughs> item? I don't know.
0: Wasn't that kind of tour, Brian? Wasn't <laughs> no, no. no. Kind of <laughs> yeah.
3: But this is a big tour. This. Uh, so you're
1: back, but then there's still so much more of it to go.
3: Yeah, it started in the UK. Just, Arenas, you know, Wembley Arena, Birmingham, Manchester, all sold out. And then, and then we went to the States and, and Canada, and it was a big risk because I, I'm not on television very much there. But that all sold out as well. And after Hong Kong next week, and Singapore, and New Zealand, and Australia, and wow. then back to the UK for even more arenas. fantastic, fantastic. You have
0: to get a t-shirt. We got the dates on the back of that t-shirt. Oh, I've got
3: a t-shirt on now, but it's a. Uh, I'm going to spin round. Go on. We'll go it. quiet for a minute. He's not got the dates on the back. He He's got not anything. got the dates. I've got no. some of the dates on the back. <laughs> no. oh, okay. be, and the, the most insane thing, I thought where would be the most ridiculous place to finish this enormous tour? And it's like a quarter of a million people have all gone. And so it's, there's a place called Svalbard, which is the furthest north you can go in, in a passenger plane and it's right inside the Arctic Circle, and there's a little theatre there with 300 seats, and so we're playing there in October Fantastic. to finish it. it off after all these hundreds of thousands of people have seen the big arena thing. We've alluded
1: to the music side of things as well. A question that fascinates me is, as someone who got A GCSE Science, ah. humble brag. Well done, well <laughs> done, Richie. But I've not used it. What drew you to music before Science?
3: Well, it wasn't. I I was into astronomy from as far back as I can remember. So I was four or five years old. But then when I was 15, my younger sister wanted to go to see Duran Duran at leads Queens Hall, which is no longer there. Not good today. taste,
0: good bands. And, uh, yeah,
3: and uh, and my dad said she can't go. She's like thirteen. Went, you have to go. And I was like, oh, I just want to do astronomy. And <laughs> then, so, I, so I went to see, and 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 my eyes were opened. I thought you saw Nick I wanna, Rhodes on the keys. Be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want yeah. I want to stand there and I want to be Nick Rhodes. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and so We've all just, had a moment like that in our lives, so I learned to play keyboards for that reason. So there was no artistic into <laughs> you know. It's not that I was really into music. Yeah. Uh, it was just that I want to be a pop star. Yeah. Yeah. like that and then when I was 18 I accidentally joined a band founded by a guy from Thin Lizzy called Darren Watton and, yeah. uh, and, and managed to make two albums so it was Fantastic. that it was a distraction on my way sort of an interval yeah. on my way from the, <laughs> from the astronomy base.
1: Brian stay there when we come back a question to you that I guarantee you won't have been asked before it's about football Absolute
2: Radio The Hometown Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Professor Brian
0: Cox is still with us. His new show, The Planets, aired its first episode last night. It was fantastic. A gorgeous bit of of CGI taking us on a tour around the solar system. I'm going to ask a very naive
1: question, but there were moments last night when you were sort of like sat in this amazing looking huge crater and i'm thinking yeah. i wonder where he actually is sat right now swindon <laughs>
3: <laughs> Swindon. Yeah, it's all green screen. i just uh, i just <laughs> well, stay in a studio in swindon
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. blatantly obviously some, some of these places you, you know you, you were there this was this wasn't some kind of computer trickery what, what kind of places were you actually visiting to sort of demonstrate what other landscapes
3: would yeah. or did look like that's called the beringer crater in uh, Arizona, it's one of the most famous craters in the world. It's, it's quite young, and so it's still their vast crater. Um, but a lot of the time... We used Iceland a lot. Right. And Iceland is a, is a great so place So my mum. Yes. The food's fantastic. It is fantastic. Uh, but it, it's... Uh, when, when you're... It's one of the challenges, actually. If you're making a television programme about Saturn, then... What do you point the camera at? Mm. Yeah. There's only a limit to how <laughs> yeah. many great computer graphics you can use. So there are places, for example, there's a moon of Saturn called Enceladus, which is uh, one of the potential homes for life beyond Earth, and it's tiny little moon yeah. just a few hundred miles across. But it's got fountains of ice that erupt from the surface, from subsurface lakes. And those lakes have what's called hydrothermal vent systems on the floors, which are sort of hot water, basically, coming up.
0: So what's your view on there being life on different planets and so on? Because, you know, I'll be honest with you, I'm a little bit disappointed with where uh, aliens are at at the moment because I'm not, I'm (laughs) not not having bacteria as alien life. Well, this is a. Do you know what I mean? It's not the sci fi I was promised, Brian, when I was watching 10 years ago. I agree.
3: Kid. There are two questions. That when you say aliens, yeah. the, the, it is, it's a really scientifically interesting question. Is there life on Mars now? There might be subsurface, but it'll be bacteria, as you say. Single Doesn't cell. count. Doesn't and count. Enceladus, this moon of Saturn. <laughs> uh, Europa, the moon of Jupiter. Possibly, but there'll be microbes. I agree. So that question where are they? Where are the others? Where are the flying saucers? Where are the rest of you're the guys? Saying? Yeah. Um, you're, we have no evidence at all. Astronomers go. There's loads of real estate out there everywhere. Yeah billions of Earth-like planets, they'll be all over the place. Biologists say, but it took four billion years to go from the origin of life on Earth mm-hmm. to anything that's even remotely sensible. Which is
1: <laughs> yeah. Now, I have a question to ask that is very pertinent to today. I'm an Arsenal fan. It's the Europa League final tonight. Is uh, it the,
3: how do you segue from, are we alone in the universe? <laughs> what is the meaning of it all? Is meaning temporary to Arsenal? It's very, very there is an going Arsenal to fan. be
1: a pertinent question. It's being played in Baku, which is a very, very long way away. Yeah. It's a very hard not cosmic journey to make. It, <laughs> not
0: in cosmic He's cells. going on his tour there, probably. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> what planet is closest to being able to stage a Europa League final.
3: Oh, Mars, without a doubt. Really? Yeah. The only planet in the solar system that we will ever visit is Mars. Because Mercury is way too hot. Venus is even hotter. So I could say with confidence that when a Europa League final is held beyond <laughs> yeah. Earth, yeah. it will be on Mars. If
0: they've got enough money, Eurofor go for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing stopping. So so climate and you could you could grow and water turf there if we took it up in a plane and that kind of thing?
3: You need a bit of a dome. You know, the atmosphere is a bit... but, But you could do it... You could At least you could do it. See, at uh, Venus, 90 <laughs> times atmospheric pressure, 450 degrees Celsius, rain-sulfuric it. acid.
0: It's not conducive to good casting. No, it's not, you're quite right. right. It's a nightmare-away fixture, put it that <laughs> it way. It really is,
3: you don't want to
0: be there. Get yourself on the Mars Park and ride. It's better than getting congested in the centre, isn't it? Uh, yeah. uh, Professor Brian Cox, thank you so much for coming on to Two Radio. Make sure you check out The planets. an awesome programme, and it's on the iPlayer as well. I'm going yeah, to see yeah. him on tour. What's the next tour date?
3: Oh, yeah, it's in September. We're uh, in, in London here, we're at the O2. Fantastic! And, uh, Manchester and Birmingham at the arenas leads Hull. Hull. Hull's got a new arena. I'm really excited about that. I've never been there before.
0: Professor Brian Cox, thank you so much. Thank you.
2: Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
1: It's the end
0: of the pod as That's you really know good. it, said R.E.M. Do you know, isn't it weird, right? You, as you record this right now, you don't know how Arsenal, your team, have got on. This is like a little bit of innocent Richie before really happy Richie or desperately, desperately sad Richie.
1: I didn't give a prediction on the show, did I? You didn't. You gonna, gonna go for it now? You gonna be tempted into giving one? There's goals in this game. Three-two Arsenal.
0: Whoa. Three-two Arsenal. Watch this space. Take it away, Bill Bailey. <laughs> Efficiently continue hey.